Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Dr. Ron from Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, here on Blog Talk Radio. We are here each and every Tuesday at 4 p.m., bringing you the latest medical commentary. We will bring you very interesting guests. We can be reached at 347-989-8899 or, of course, on the Internet at blogtalkradio.com. I thank you for making this the number one listen to medical program here in South Florida, and we will get on with the show very Good afternoon, everyone. This is Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored, your weekly medical information news program uh, with Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan to bring you the Paul Harvey other side of the story, no fake news here. Uh, Today we have a a bang-up show for you. We have so much information, my mind is even spinning. So I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for making us the number one show here in Southwest Florida. Uh, we have listeners all over the world, and I do thank you and have an attitude of gratitude for all you do for us. So let's get on with the show. Number one, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. So, ladies and gentlemen, now that we kept the lawyers happy, uh, as you know, we Dr. Jerry, Dr. Dan, and myself have over 150 years of medical experience. Dr. Jerry Smith has a new book out, Advances in Chronic Pain and Treatment, which I'll talk to you about. We have a Facebook page called Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored. If you get the time, please take a look. Uh, we try to make a post every day. We'd love you to uh, put a like on that page. And we have an email, docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com. Uh, before we bring in Dr. Smith, let me just say thank everyone for a great program last week on testosterone. Uh, I'm going to review some of the things we talked about before we get on with today's show. But let's bring on uh, uh, the illustrious, fantastic, well-informed, hyper-ADHD co-host, Dr. Jerry Smith. Uh-oh. His, his, his yeah, I'm here. Is not... All right. I got you now. You got me now. It didn't okay. light up, Jerry. I didn't. Well, I'm always lit up, but just sometimes it doesn't show. <laughs> <laughs> Your enthusiasm is contagious, my friend. So we had a great show on testosterone. I want to make sure there's a, there's a few medical points that that you go home with. Number one, don't be afraid of it. Make sure you go to a physician that is experienced in hormone treatment. Or everything you read negative about testosterone is from the guys using it in the gym to get the real thick necks. Uh, have a normal testosterone level. So what test do you get? The main test is a total testosterone. It's really important, ladies and gentlemen, to get the sex hormone binding globulin, SHBG. Uh, this this uh, Antibody can sometimes, as globulin can, get oh get filled up with uh, testosterone and the byproducts of testosterone and bind testosterone. So your your total testosterone could be normal, but if this you don't have a lot of free uh, SHBG, sex hormone binding globulin, you're not going to get the results of your testosterone. Just want to make sure you got that from last week's program because that's really really important. And something else that we didn't talk about, we ended the show a little bit with it. There are some herbs, and the one that has gotten the most uh, study is fenugreek. It's rich in saponins, and the average dose is three to 600 milligrams a day. So I want to make sure you know about fenugreek for those that uh, 
may not want to start off right away with it, using the uh, testosterone. And other things that are important for testosterone is to avoid excessive stress. And, and something we talk on this program uh, all the time is improve your diet, avoid whole grain breads, avoid sugars and sweets, and uh, just make sure your, your other hormone uh, deficiencies are also corrected. So that's just a little summary. Uh, Jerry, did, did I miss anything? I was just in a summary fashion from last week. Um, no, basically, it's the happy hormone, and it'll really change your life. I, I've seen a number of my patients, uh, you know, one lady in particular, she was like always down in the dumps, and she's like a happy camper now, and, uh, you know, just a combination of getting her thyroid up and the other hormones cooking and reduce the toxicity in the body. And, you know, unfortunately, we don't live in a perfect world, so uh, forget about, you know, total cleansing, you know, 100%. It's not reality but if you just take some you know basic recommendations that we're going to give you today um you know it's going to change you the way you you look at life exactly make you feel better and make you uh just just and when all the hormones are, are working in symphony it's just, it's, as i keep talking about it's like having a great uh philadelphia symphony orchestra or down here the florida symphony everything just sounds fantastic so I'm well, Dr. Ron, let me just you. tell you that let me just tell you before we start, there are two most important times in your life, the day you were born and the day you realize why you're here. See, so the hormones will just enrich that whole concept. It's important mm-hmm. that you got to have a reason for being here. You're not just collecting welfare checks. <laughs> or just working every day, coming home and having a six-pack. That's not a life. Right. Right. Uh, Jerry and uh, our listeners, see if you recognize uh, Dustin Hoffman from the past. What are you going to do now? I was going to go upstairs for a minute. Oh, I meant with your future, your life. Well, that's a little hard to say. Ben. Excuse me. Mr. McGuire. Ben. Mr. McGuire. Come with me for a minute. I want to talk to you. Excuse us, Joanne. I'm sorry. Thank you. Oh, he's in. He's in. He's in. I just want to say one word to you. Just one word. Yes, sir. Are you listening? Yes, sir. You. Plastics. Exactly. How do you mean? There's a great future in plastics. Think about it. Will you think about it? Yes, I will. Upset. That's a deal. So how do we know plastics? A program. Uh, we're going to talk about endocrine disruptors, and they are plastics, ladies and gentlemen, and other compounds. So, Jerry, I'm going to start off with just a, a, uh, a definition of an endocrine disruptor. And it's any compound that's capable of interacting with an endocrine receptor cell in the body. The body mistakes it for the female hormone estrogen. Endocrine disruptors come in a lot of forms, ladies and gentlemen. Detergents, shampoos, personal care products, fragrances, and on and on and on. And you'll hear about them today. Also, we're going to tell you about a lot of foods have endocrine disruptive capabilities. An example is the soy-based baby formula. Many plastics that humans are exposed to every day contain an endocrine disruptor, BPA, bisphenol A plasticizer. So we're going to learn about them, and uh, let's let's start with the show uh, with uh, what do endocrine disruptors do? Well, first we have to ask, what's an endocrine disruptor? gave you a, a one, one a definition. The National Institute of Environmental Health and Science uh, says that endocrine disruptors are chemicals that interfere with the body's endocrine system and produce adverse developmental, reproductive, neurological, and immune effects in both humans and wildlife. The damage is believed to be most severe during the prenatal and early pregnancy exposures. Just think of that. From the day of conception until an individual is born, 
The development of each stage of life is fully under the control of hormones. The changes that happen during development are far less reversible than those that occur in our adult life. You can't go back and rewire the brain. So what makes up our endocrine system? Well, let's, let's take a step back, okay? How do we define endocrine? What does it mean? An endocrine system is made up of all the body's different hormones, regulates all biological processes in the body from conception through adulthood into old age. Development of the brain and nervous system, growth and function of the reproductive system, function of metabolism and blood sugar levels. And our major endocrine system includes the female ovaries, the male testes, the pituitary gland, the thyroid gland, and the adrenal gland. Other components are the pineal gland, the thymus, the hyperthalamus, the parathyroid gland, and the pancreas. So what is the hypothalamus? That links our endocrine and nervous systems all together. The hypothalamus drives actually the endocrine system. The pituitary gland receives the signals from this master gland. Uh, this uh, posterior lobes of this gland secretes hormones that are made thalamus. The anterior produces its own hormones. We'll talk about them. The thyroid gland is another endocrine gland. It's critical to the healthy development and maturation of humans. And it is the gas pedal of our engine. It regulates metabolism. The adrenal glands are two little glands. They have an outer cortex and an inner medulla. From medulla, the adrenal glands produce hormones in response to stress. The adrenal glands also regulate blood pressure, sugar metabolism, and the body's salt and water balance. And most of us are familiar with the pancreas, which is responsible for producing insulin and the opposite of insulin, glucagon. And both hormones are needed to regulate the concentration of sugar in our blood. And then our gonads, our reproductive gonads are called testes. The female reproductive gonads are called ovaries, endocrine glands. Both produce steroids that affect growth and development and also regulate the reproductive cycles and our behaviors. Okay, the most prominent gonadal steroids are found in men and women but at different levels. Androgens, estrogens, and progestins. So that's just a a little idea of a uh, little, little physiology of, of the endocrine system. And ladies and gentlemen, when we get into this and we tell you about the uh, products out there that disrupt this system and how it affects us uh, both physically and economically, okay? Some people have even taken... Uh, to saying that the hormone-disrupting chemicals are tanking our economy in the United States. Just think about that. So with that, there are a dirty dozen endocrine disruptors, and the biggest is BPA. But uh, now I want to just uh, – Dr. Smith has done a lot of research on this this week, and I want to uh, just ask him for his uh, comments at, at this time. Sure. Uh What's scary, you know, you mentioned about the different hormones and the different endocrine systems. Well, there's trace minerals that are related to um, each of the uh, the endocrine glands, such as, you know, the thyroid, you have iodine, and the pituitary is manganese. The adrenals is copper, and your pancreas is chromium and zinc. So, in essence, this these uh, uh, endocrine disruptors, I believe, are interfering with the uh, uptake of these trace minerals preventing these uh, organ systems from actually working properly. And these are things that, you know, your traditional doctors, they don't even know that they don't know. And most people are deficient in minerals. You know, you, you go back to 1929 when um, the Congress, you know, ran an analysis of the soils in the country, and they were deplete back then. So today, you know, you're better off eating the cardboard that the box has made for the <laughs> substance than the actual soils. <laughs> <laughs> that is so. That that that's profound. Yeah, and so you well, know, the, the interesting thing is, you know, we're all walking around with a, a cell phone in one hand and a plastic bottle of water in the other hand. <laughs> all right. Well, we can talk about that because that's really an important part. The the uh, 
be this BPA, this uh, terrible uh, uh, chemical used in the making of plastics, epoxy, resins. It's in even in your cash register receipts, the thermal cash register receipts. If you have a moist hand and you touch that receipt, you're going to be BPA, and you're going to, and that BPA imitates the sex hormone estrogen. Okay. It's estimated 93% of Americans have BPA in their bodies. And it's been linked to breast cancer, prostate cancer, infertility, polycystic ovaries, obesity, early, early puberty, and heart disease. So, and the, you know, yeah, even, Dr. This. Ron, yeah, the women, the women work at the cash registers. The pregnant women, they showed like a 40% increase in the BPAs over the people that are teachers that didn't have exposure to the receipts. So it's, it's pretty crazy. And, and what's, what is interesting, ladies and gentlemen, is you probably haven't heard that before. You're only, you're, you only heard it here from Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry. You know, you, you, you don't hear that those thermal receipts have EPA and estrogen. And you, you ladies that are listening, you know, you're, are, you are more affected by this than the men because why? You have more estrogen receptors. You know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, our, our, our bodies are... Uh, similar to our, those of our ancestors. And so what our, our ancestors, all they had to fight was, was bugs, parasites, viruses, mold, and funguses, or fungi. Bugs, parasites, viruses, mold, and fungi. And their body went in and, and created antibodies to destroy them. Now you know what happens, you, ladies? You get this BPA in your system. You know where one, one thing that it attaches to? Your thyroid. It attaches to your thyroid. So now your body gets out the shotgun and starts destroying that BPA, right? But now it's also destroying some of that thyroid. So now you've got dead thyroid cells. So another shotgun from your immune system comes out and starts recycling those dead thyroid cells. Because, ladies and gentlemen, every seven years, we, we rebuild every cell in our body. Our GI tract may be every three to five days, but it Generally, every seven years we have new cells. So I often wonder why we only have why we always have some antibodies. Well, the, we have antibodies because we're getting rid of those older cells to make room for the new ones. But now with the BPA, the immune system goes into high gear and starts to destroying the BPA, the thyroid cells, and then another cannons come in out and to start destroying those uh, thyroid cells they think are dead. And then before you know it, it goes into autopilot, and you're killing off more tissue than you have a chance to rebuild. So no wonder a lot of women have thyroid issues in spite of normal tests because no one's taking into account the autoimmunity and the plasticizers. So to me, it's kind of simple. Dr. Ron, you you hit it right on the head, the so-called autoimmune diseases – are there for a reason. The body's trying to clear out these poisons that are being stored in the different endocrine systems. And, um, you know, it's there's a reason for it. And it, not only is it affecting the individual, but uh, genetically it's being passed on to the children and the grandchildren. And, um, you know, it can take generations to get out of the system. But the way things are going, it's not going to get cleaned up. It's, if anything, it's going to get worse. Absolutely. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, BPA. And don't don't be fooled, okay? Don't be fooled about the FDA finally getting tough on BPA because it ain't right. Uh, I you know, We just talked about how it disrupts hormonal activity, and we see increased evidence in cancer, birth defects, and we talked about thyroid, but think about type 2 diabetes. How many of your friends have, have some sugar that their doctors are treating with drugs? So what happened? The agency, believe it or not, as of today, the FDA says BPA is safe, right? And, and, but they said they have banned it. Why? Because the bottle industry wanted it banned. Listen to that. The bottle industry wanted the ban, so the FDA gave it to them. They didn't do it because of all the side effects of BPA. Think about that. Is this a stunning admission that the industry is guiding the agency policy. Think about it. 
Well, you know, a lot of these so, so-called bottles that they say they're BPA-free, uh, the joke of it is they're replacing it with other chemical compounds that are never been tested and actually can be worse than the BPA, especially the the soft plastic in the lid that creates the seal when you tighten it. Um, yeah, these vaporize and get into the contents. It's like baby food and coffee and whatever else. That's right. And we talked, uh, Dr. Jerry and I talked about you get a hot cup of coffee at your favorite, uh, at your barista, right? That hot, steamy coffee. They put that plastic lid on that, that steam uh, reacts with that plastic lid. That BPA gets into your coffee. Besides, it's even in the cup. You know, it's in the plastic cup. So, uh, just like Jerry says, we we you have to know about it, and therefore you can do something about it. So, BPA, ladies and gentlemen, choose your frozen food. Choose choose frozen food or fresh over canned. Say no to receipts if you don't need them. Polycarbonates are a number. They also have a lot of BPA. Okay, and be skeptical, Dr. Jerry Smith says. Of BPA free, the replacements are just as toxic. Yeah, think glass. Yeah, right. Yeah, think glass <laughs> exactly. Think glass <laughs> exactly. And bottled water is that is that uh, a dangerous habit or what? You know, we buy half a billion bottles of water a week. A half a billion, and one. Arthur said that will circle the globe more than five times in a week. Well, you know, what's interesting in the Tour de France, Ron, uh, they gave a, a, a little trivia statistic that uh, during the uh, three-week uh, tour, they use, I think it's like 40,000 plastic bottles, you know, for the riders. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Wow. And the other sad part about it, bottled water costs about 2,000 times more than tap water. It's more expensive than gasoline. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I guess we'll get into this later, but drink filtered or tap water, and, and we're going to, you know, you really should have a whole house filter. You know, um, what are the, all right, what are some of the risks of bottled water, Jerry? How about all the chemicals that could be in Oh, stuff? my God. I mean, you know, people don't realize that the fluoride. They were even putting fluoride in, in the water for the babies. Uh, oh. it, it causes calcification of the pineal gland, which then reduces the melatonin production. You know, I, I just came back from a, a big seminar that I lectured at over the weekend, and uh, the melatonin is, is such a major, major antioxidant and the most powerful one that the body produces. And so, you know, we always spoke about looking at the TV, at the computer, um, you know, the blue light. Well, it messes up your melatonin production. And that's one of the reasons why cancer is so high, sleeping, uh, insomnia issues, um, your whole immune system is weakened. You know, between that, the plastic, the EMFs, the chemtrails, uh, you know, we're getting deluge from Monsanto's frankenfoods and it's amazing that the human body survives for 75 years well you know that 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 brings us to an interesting point let me go back in my in my notes here because that that is a, an excellent point you just brought up because everybody uh, uh, thinks that we're living longer but you know the studies that came out the people in the United States are not doing that Jerry well the well, no, it's, wor- it's worse than that. Americans are getting left in the dust as far as life expectancy. We used to be the leaders, but by 1990, we were in the middle of the pack. Uh, and in recent years, and it just came out last year, we've actually dropped slightly for the first time in decades. That's far as living long. We're officially the slow kid right now. We're near the bottom of the list of wealthy nations in terms of life expectancy. A new study finds that by 2030, we will be dead last. And why? What do you think? And, well, ladies and, and gentlemen, dead right. what you, you hear? What you hear on this show? You know well, what the, the rest other... of the world does that we don't do? They're not terrified of fats. Most countries 
uh, with advanced life expectancies, which include France, most of the Mediterranean, Scandinavia, and Japan have diets loaded with fats, but mainly from fish. So, you know, we're, we Americans, we're told to count calories, cut your salt, limit your fat, eliminate everything you enjoy. It's not working. Okay. Uh, well, we, one of the we, big problems, you know, you go to the market and the fish is wrapped up in plastic. You know, the plastic yeah. wrap. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, 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 so and you're trying to eat right, you know. Yeah. But the other interesting thing, yeah. too, is these darn uh, BPAs are lowering the vitamin D level in the blood. And so oh, yeah, you have another... lowered melatonin. Vitamin D is, is a powerful hormone. And it's very instrumental in fighting cancer. People don't realize that. It's not just, you know, sunshine vitamin uh, but the key here is that you got to have levels, you know, 50 to 60 uh, nanograms per, per milliliter. And the key is that it's very powerful for boosting your whole immune system. So in essence, there's a, you were living less because of all these little nuances of, you know, low melatonin, thyroid, uh, hypoactivity, low adrenal activity, low vitamin content. Uh, you know, diabetes being triggered off. And, and believe it or not, I, I couldn't believe it. I read these darn BPA is attacking the teeth, causing damage to the enamel. Yeah. And and it's in some fillings, right, Jerry? Some of the child fillings? Yeah, these, yeah, these are what they call um, uh, plastic uh, sealants, you know, that they use, the big fad, you know, uh, seal the little crevices of your teeth so you, you prevent you from getting cavities. So, you know, you'll just have a high-pitched voice at the end of the month. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not eating right. And as you said, we're eating all this processed food. I found a study. The average American eats 30% more processed food than fresh food. We no. eat more than two pounds of processed food per person per day. That averages to 800 pounds of processed food a year. Incredible. And the Japanese and everyone else eat 25% less. Uh, and we have to, and so in this country, the, the, uh, we're told about fish, and we'll get to fish lady later. But uh, well, let, me, let me just mention it. Flash freeze fish. You know how they, they list that in the FDA? That's listed under processed foods. But you know when you flash freeze a fish, there's almost no added ingredients and no processing. Flash freeze, crazy. We, you know, have a. Uh, it's interesting you mentioned that. I was reading about the sashimi, you know, the raw fish that we get at the Japanese restaurants primarily, and the way that they prevent the microbial uh, contamination is by freezing the fish, and then when they thaw it, you know, then you have less of a bacterial content in it. But that's how they handle it. And the other weird thing is, you know, the wasabi that you get at the Japanese restaurants, uh, which unfortunately is not really wasabi because wasabi is $99.99 pound. That, wow. That's the horseradish. Yeah, and there's only a few places the in the stuff. world. The green stuff. But, you know, what they're doing, you've got fake food, fake medicine, and now you have fake horseradish. They're, they're taking the, the regular horseradish, you know, grinding it up and putting a little um, – which we'll call it the vegetable dye or chlorella in it to give it the green color. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so you know, it's you think you're getting wasabi, but wasabi real wasabi is actually bactericidal. It it kills the bacteria or the parasites that may be present in the fish. But this uh, you know, wannabe wasabi is is that cream, you know, fluffy stuff that they're selling you or giving it at the uh, at the markets and also at the Japanese restaurants. It, I, it just blew me away because I love sushi and I love sashimi, but when I found that out, it kind of freaked me out. Wow. Well, uh, where, where am I, Jerry? Where am I? I got so it makes many, no difference. So you know, it's like the open. bus driver. He was driving around. He had a sign. He said, I'm lost, but I'm on time. <laughs> yeah, that was well. We we used to say that about our Italian airline. You know, they lost one engine, lost two engines, but he was right on course. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but some of these crazy stuff. You know, either the triclosan, which is a, a disruptor, endocrine disruptor, 
and it's present in toothpaste. And I never realized it, but after it attacks the bacteria, dioxin yeah. from trichosan. I mean, you don't get any more poisonous than that. And we, we did a program on this before you joined us. Uh, and and Minnesota is the only state that has uh, banned triclosan or triclosan. Yeah. Minnesota. The only one that came out with a law banning it. And it is an endocrine disruptor. It will attack your endocrine glands. It will attract your testicles, your ovaries, your thyroid. Uh, it will, your adrenals. So, you know... You wake up in the morning and you wonder why you, you need four cups of coffee and you're just not ready to go. Well, it's it's in all these processed foods. Did you mention dioxin, Jerry? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's from it, the breakdown of the triclosan, yeah. Yeah. And I that mean, was at ground uh, zero in New York, you know, when the 9-11 dioxin was like all over the city from, you know, the rubble. And that 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 it really affects your immune system and your reproductive organs. And did we talk about atrazine, a weed killer? Basically, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, that's a killer it's too. A, it turns it turns male frogs into female the females that produce eggs. They've done that in a lab. Atrazine can turn a male frog into a female frog that will produce viable eggs. I think it also converted you, the, the past president. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Use, okay. It's used widely in cornfields, and it's like water contaminant, ladies and gentlemen. So do you, do you, do you, do you, is that a reason why you might want to filter your water? <laughs> well, you know, one of the reasons they came out with the atrazine is because the darn bugs are becoming resistant to the uh, the other main thing. The Monsanto put out the gly the glyphosate, yeah, glyphosate. Yeah. So then they start using both together to give them a double whammy. So now you're getting the poisons of two top-rated chemicals. All right. So and we you got know, EPA. Yeah, this crap is banned the uh, over in Europe, but in this place, you know, we're like uh, one big experimental uh, situation here. Well, let's, let's let's go down. I made a list. Maybe you have the same list. I, we did we did BPA, dioxin, atrazine, the phthalates. I yeah. think you mentioned them too. They used to make yeah, the plastic salt, and they're in fragrances they have, and cosmetics, right? Yep. And was, what do they do? You know what the main thing they attack? Which glands, ladies and gentlemen? And that's your thyroid. They yep. mainly attract your attack your thyroid. And that's it. They're in that they, those root wraps that Dr. Jerry was talking about. That plastic wrap number three. That's made with phthalates. And how about the rocket fuel, the perchlorate? I know you you've talked about that because you said it, it it competes with iodine and it gets into our body. So what does that do? Destroys well, your thyroid. The thyroid, yeah. Well, you know, one good thing to counteract all this stuff, uh, not only the phthalates and the, the other uh, endocrine disruptors, but the radiation from Fukushima that we're still getting, the iodine is very, very potent. It'll kick fluoride off the receptors, bromine off the receptors, chlorine, and and the chemicals. So, I mean, I, I take uh, iodine every day, uh, 1%, just to keep my thyroid going and, and to keep my receptors clean. You have to. So, uh, yeah, and, and in Japan, the average intake of Iodine is 12 milligrams. And how much is your 1%? Uh, I'd have to look it up, to be honest with you. It's a small, but it's, it's, probably six, it's very it's active. At least 6 milligrams. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, the, the, the type you take, you take the nascent uh, thyroid, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, did you come across the, the polybrominated diphenyl ethers, the flame yes. retardants? Incredible, well, right? They're attack the thyroid. Yeah, they also attack the thyroid. And just 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 to bring it into perspective, uh, a study here. I could, if you, if you, our listeners want to study, just send me a, an email at docronradio at gmail dot com. Responsible for the loss of eleven million IQ points. Eleven million IQ points. Crazy. And we and lead is another endocrine disruptor. Linked to permanent brain damage, lower IQ, 
kidney damage, nervous system problems, and lowers your sex hormones. You know it's around, ladies and gentlemen. It's in some water. Well, we just saw that in, in Detroit. Well, you know, it's uh, interesting. <clears throat> the, the small airplanes, these little Cessnas and all, they use leaded fuel. So we were yes, thinking, that's right. you, know, you know, we you forget don't, about that, don't we? That's right. These little planes that are flying around, they're just dumping this lead into the environment. Hey, for, I forget about that. And then, I mean, you, you know, come you across have, arsenic? Yeah, arsenic. Well, the pesticides uh, have arsenic in it, and they spray the chicken feed. And then when the chicken gets arsenic poisoned, it doesn't stop <laughs> eating. So it fattens up in four weeks versus 16 weeks. <laughs> it, it, I, I, I'm, like, I'm laughing because it's, it's just I, – I, I, I don't know where you're going to get this kind of information. I mean, this, is, this just blows your mind. I mean uh, – it, well, you know, it, you know, you really have to do your work to avoid this stuff. You know where yeah. a lot of arsenic comes in, though. That uh, it's in rice. Okay, uh-huh. so it's 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 a lot in rice. So you really have to make sure you cook it well, and they say you know boil it in water like you do pasta. But so yeah, but if if but you overcook think, your pasta, just think if you're in you Detroit, like Jerry, with leaded water and rice. A wonderful combination. <laughs> Plus, plus fluoride. The fluoride will take yeah. the lead up into the brain faster. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, look, I'm going to go through my list. Mercury, we talked about. We had a great show with Dr. Russell. <laughs> that that it winds up in the air. and You get it from coal, right? It yep. binds the uh, hormones. Then fish. Oh, gosh. The PFCs, uh, that's the nonstick cookware. That you, the, and you know why yeah. it's also in the inside of popcorn bags and fast food containers. Yeah, and how about the PVC pipes that they're putting into the housing now? Instead of copper, yeah. so you don't get depressed. Now you now they kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, please skip that nonstick cookware. Avoid, avoid the stain-resistant treatments on furniture and carpeting. Make your own homemade popcorn on a stove instead of buying that microwave popcorn. I'll have more to say on microwave and BPAs in a minute. And then, of course, Dr. Jerry Smith has just mentioned about the organophosphate pesticides, the neurotoxins, ladies and gentlemen. These were produced by the Nazis and used quantities for chemical warfare during World War II. Okay. After the war ended, American scientists used the same chemistry to develop the pesticides that target the nervous system of insects. Probably the one of the most common ones. So again, buy organic and, and avoid this stuff. And solvent cleaning products, these glycol ethers. They 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 can damage the fertility and an unborn child. Incredibly, Ch- children exposed to glycol ethers from paint in their bedroom has substantially more asthma allergy. And even so in your ice cream, you, yeah, yeah, your ice creams and your dairy products have antifreeze, the, uh, the glycols in it, and it actually prevents it from freezing. So that's why your ice cream soft, your, you know, soft ice creams. It's it's crazy. I never thought about that. I know it's in cosmetics. That's right. It's in ice creams too. Yeah. Wow. Ethylene wow. glycol, it's antifreeze. And this might be a good time, to, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to mention Environmental Working Group, EWG.org. They have a lot of information on their website regarding sunscreens, uh, chemicals, what's safe, what's not safe. EWG, Environmental Working Group, a great organization, uh, nonprofit, and they do a lot of good work. The negative effects of endocrine disruptors are so widespread that endocrine disruptors, according to the Lancet Diabetes and Endocrinology Journal, cost the United States over 2% of its GDP, $340 billion a year. Researchers predict these numbers are even lower than the reality since only a portion of the endocrine disrupting chemicals were analyzed. You believe that? I mean, it's really it's hurting us economically, and it's hurting our health. We're not a healthy nation. So, uh, before we go into other uh, 
the, the sentient, you, you've talked about the new car, bromine. Uh, that's an endocrine disruptor. Yep. On BPA, yes. Jerry. What's that? On BPA. Uh, Got to use glass, right? You eat glass packaged foods. Oh, absolutely. And even storing your food in your refrigerator, you want to go for glass, get rid of that plastic nonsense. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just read this list from the, this, this article from Lancet. Uh, EWG found 16,000 foods and drinks that come in cans, bottles, and jars that could contain estrogen-like chemical BPA. So the EWG report found BPA used in the lids of glass jars for baby food, pickles, jelly, salsa, and condiments. BPA was found in aerosol cans for whipped toppings and nonstick sprays. BPA was found in bottles and tins of cooking oil. It was found in aluminum beverage cans, metal coffee cans, and even beer cans. So you really have to be Inspector Clouseau and uh, look at your products. Look at your products and use that EWG uh, website. Uh, a lot of stuff, as Dr. Jerry said, is already banned in Europe, okay? Uh, but we, we still have it here in this country. Uh, the European Union, uh, where we, you know, the regulations are more stringent and exposure is less severe in the United States, medical exposure, medical uh, expenses associated with endocrine disruptors still amount to $177 billion, okay? Well, I just wanted to bring up, yeah, an interesting thing. You know, we talk about all this exposure and all, but, you know, how can we counteract it? You know, one of the things I came across, or a couple of things, you know, you could wash your vegetables, uh, basically just taking four parts of water, one part of uh, plain white vinegar, and soak them for 20 minutes. Now, this helps to get, you know, some of the residue off. It's not going to get 100% off, but, you know, I'm a big fan of Tesla. This guy was like a super genius. I think he was much smarter than Einstein. He was never really given the credit that he deserved. He had like over 1,400 patents. And one of the interesting things he came up with is these purple plates. You know, purple gives off a specific frequency. And there's a company up in Massachusetts, I think they're called purpleplates.com, and they have an anodized uh, colored aluminum plate. Uh, And I bought a couple of these things. One is 12 inches by 12 inches. And the point I want to make here is that they set up the to this technology that Tesla developed to make a um, a plate that gives off a constant frequency. So literally, you come back from the market, you got a bags full of groceries. If you take a bag full of groceries and you put it on this purple plate for 15 minutes, the frequency of the purple and, and the harmonics of this plate help to neutralize these chemicals in the food. So even though you think you're buying organic, you know, because I always tell people, you know, they found uh, uh, chemicals in the penguins in Antarctica, you know, and they don't spray up in Antarctica. So the key is it'll help neutralize the chemicals in our food, you know, in Massey instead of, uh, you know, you can't eliminate it. So at least try to counteract it. That's a good point. So why why don't you you repeat that? uh, Sure. It's purpleplates.com, and uh, you can go on their website. They have some interesting, you know, articles and information about that. And uh, they have a smaller plate that you can literally take with you when you go out to eat um, and put it under your plate, you know, before you eat your food. It'll help to at least neutralize the toxins that are in the food from cooking or some of the other garbage that they add in, even at the restaurant level. Oh, the other wild thing, <clears throat> I've never tried this, but um, I'm really excited about doing it because I have a few people that I want to try to flip around. If, <clears throat> excuse me, back in the 40s, uh, Thomas Gowan Hieronymus, he was an incredible medical engineer, and he, he discovered radionics, which has to do with photographs, and you can literally... Uh, diagnose off of photographs and treat people uh, electronically with frequencies. But anyway, with this purple plate, so that I've never tried it, but they say if you take a photograph of someone, let's say has an addiction, alcohol, drugs, whatever it may be, 
you put the photograph on the purple plate, and they say don't leave it on there for more than like 15 minutes. Somehow, some way, it's broadcasting a corrective frequency to help reverse that person's addiction. So again, I don't have any scientific proof. I'm just telling you what I read, but it, it sounds like a novel way of trying to, you know, help somebody without being invasive. But I, I, I mean, again, what's the risk reward? Well, you know, no the, the funny thing is, you know, Mother Teresa, one of her miracles that she created was when she went to India, she gave this woman who she visited who had stomach cancer a picture of herself, and the woman kept Mother Teresa's picture on her stomach over where the cancer was, and the cancer disappeared. Well, you know darn well that Emoto, that Japanese researcher, documented conclusively. You take water, and you take that glass of water, and you put it on top of a picture of a smiling baby, and then you freeze the water. It has a beautiful symmetrical pattern. Now, if you take the same water and expose it to a picture of, let's say, Hitler, for example, or a bad accident or fire or whatever, the configuration of the water pattern is fragmented. So pictures give off a frequency, and it's documented. That's, that's good information. That's something that's simple. Try. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah, it's simple. So by trying something, you can avoid and, and be knowledgeable about lotions, shampoos, these scented candles, dryer sheets, air fresheners, the plug-in air fresheners, deodorants, uh, perfumes, and other personal care products. 95%, ladies and gentlemen, of your shampoos, conditioners, and styling products will have a fragrance as an ingredient that could be a hormone disruptor. You know, as you get older, that will affect you, but it's really important for for women who are pregnant, infants, and children to avoid the uh, fragrance chemicals plus all the other ones we went through, the BPA, the atrazine, dioxin, and so forth, because a few of these toxic chemicals can disrupt uh, the hormones of, of children, and uh, and you just don't get that. You lose the IQ, and it doesn't come back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it doesn't come back when you you can't re like as I said in the beginning of the show you cannot rewire the brain after the damage is done. Well, you know, then you hit them with the vaccines. You know, so they have all these chemicals in them from their mother from birth. You know, I think that uh, environmental working group documented with a, a massive study that they spent a half a million dollars on, and they showed that the average baby this is going back maybe ten fifteen years ago had something like two hundred and sixty eight chemicals in its blood at birth then you hit it with a hepatitis b and then what do they do they're feeding the baby formula in the hospital probably in a plastic container you know i mean the poor kid don't have a chance yeah it's really crazy look even time magazine time found that when oh they analyzed 450 plastic products 70 percent of them tested positive for compounds that could release uh estrogen like activity chemicals 70% 70% of Time Magazine came out with that. That's not your, your, your medical journal, but they, they did the test, okay? And, and they, they did it in real-world real world conditions, and that's why I said I would talk about a microwave, but they put this, these plastics in microwave, and there's releasing chemicals, these estrogen-releasing compounds. The number of them jumped to over 95%. Even the BPA-free uh, containers had estrogen-like activity compounds. So uh, our children are really vulnerable to that, ladies and gentlemen. As Jerry, Dr. Jerry says, use glass. Uh, so for, as far as microwave goes, you know, you know, uh, they do. T- uh, I forget what Dr. Jerry says, but I, I, I say they make a great clock. You know, they can tell what time it is. But if you're going to use them, only use glass or ceramic containers. If you must cover it, never, ever use plastic wrap. Use a paper towel. And please don't reuse plastic food containers. And especially never repurpose food or take out containers for use in a microwave. Oh, well, you know, the problem, yeah, the, the darn microwave, they discovered that back in the 30s. They didn't know what the heck to do with the microwaves. But 
it literally cooks the food from the inside out. So you're creating free radicals in the food. So even if you're so-called heating water, which you think is an innocuous procedure, no way. You're creating free radicals that you're pumping into your body. I mean, you have enough of a problem to deal with, let alone adding more insult to it. Yeah. uh, Again, ladies and gentlemen, we're here to give you information, and uh, just hopefully you'll you'll, you'll get to the Internet, you'll, you'll confirm what we've been talking about, and then you can act on it because it's your life. I mean, if you're having trouble getting up in the morning, if you have brain fog, uh, these are things your probably your family physician, your family internist is not going to talk about because yeah. either he's too busy looking at his tablet or he doesn't even know about it. Well, even, you know, we got this big obesity problem rampant in our country. And, you know, Kaiser Foundation Institute ran a study and uh, they found that in the heavier set of females, the BPA levels were were much higher. So, you know, this stuff is its more than just eating, you know, refined carbohydrates and uh, high fructose corn syrup, but you're getting all this BPA and it's creating the obesity in our children. It's like, you know, they're going to die of heart attacks at a young age. Yeah. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we, we tell you and you hear on the mainstream media, eat more fish and so forth. Uh, Dr. Jerry hinted at it. Uh, do you want to... Uh, Tackle that, Jerry, or you want to? Go, how do you want to handle the fish? Uh, carefully. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean tilapia, ladies and gentlemen, it comes from Vietnam in a farm. Please, I, I don't eat tilapia. Atlantic well, codfish, know, Atlantic flatfish, horrible. Chilean sea bass, and why are they horrible? Because they have a lot of toxins and mercury, and they're raised in a farm. And don't be, don't be. Uh, fooled by the names. You, if you see Basa or Sway, S-W-A-I, comes from a farm in Vietnam, cannot be good for you. And, you know, they have a, a, a copyright on Atlantic uh, salmon, I think they call it. So you think yeah. you're getting ocean, you know, raised fish, but in reality they're in these uh, these farms. It's just, you know, we had a funny experience. We were at a uh, uh, really nice restaurant on Friday night, and uh, actually Joseph Mercola was in the group because we had a, all our lectures for the seminar here. Anyway, he he asked the waiter, he says, "Could you please check with the chef or the manager? Is this farm-raised salmon or is it ocean farm?" The kid came back with a smile and said, "He says, oh, it's organic salmon." So Joe said to him, "Well, how do you know it's organic?" He says, well, "Because it was raised on the farm." <laughs> but the farm was a, a pen, not a farm, a pen. Well, you know, and the other yeah. problem you say, oh, well, you're going to get, you know, high omega-3 fatty acids. Well, the unfortunate thing is the garbage that they're feeding these poor fish, to, they're using less sardines and all, because, you know, the waters are being overfished by sardines and mackerel and all these other small fish. And so instead of getting more omega-3s, you're getting omega-6s, and omega-6s increase inflammation and make your arthritic joints worse or any other areas uh, sw- more swelling and, and uh, help break down the system. So it's it's absolute lunacy. Well, we we covered a lot of a lot of material here today, Jerry. I, I sort of uh, had and we keep and saying it's a show about nothing, but I think it's a show about a lot of stuff. Only kidding, of yeah. course, but. Um, yeah, the key the key is that um, you know, give you an example. We talk about waste, and it takes two and a half to four pounds of other fish being ground up into fish chow to get one pound of farm raised salmon. Jeez! <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! I, it's just incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, it, 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 maybe you missed it in the beginning, but there's 84,000 chemicals that are legal and unregulated. And we're, we're introducing new ones all the time. And believe me, prenatal exposure to these chemicals can be associated with abnormal fetal development. And, and the scary part is the lower IQ and then the metabolic problems that, that Jerry talked about with the diabetes. Yeah. Uh, Thyroid issues, adrenal issues. Yeah, and you know, I just uh, and, and, came came across that the, the dioxin levels in the farm-raised salmon 
are 11 times higher than in wild salmon. 11, 11 times, higher, times. times higher in the farm-raised salmon. Wow. So you really want to fry your brain. You know, go to that farm-raised salmon. Well, Atlantic salmon. It's yeah, that's natural, what they put. Right? Well, that's yeah. They compo- compared to the wild salmon, the Alaskan wild salmon. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we could go on and on, but you know, maybe you're getting the message that the chemicals so. are are associated with a lot of bad stuff. I mean. Uh, autism, uh, we could we could have a show on autism just with vaccines and these chemicals. Our autism rate is is, is going higher and higher. And how many uh, my brother developed Parkinson's? I mean, Parkinson's disease is part of the problem too with the pesticides and the well water. Uh, well, it even goes beyond that. Diseases. Yeah, you know, uh, the teacher Klinghart, who's one of my main mentors, uh, basically was saying when they have done autopsies now that pretty much all the autopsies are showing parasites in the brain. Well, you know darn well with the, the chemicals that we're getting in our immune systems are below the blood-brain barrier becomes uh, open. And, uh, you know, the Lyme and these other little parasites, uh, uh, spirochetes, Babesia, Bartonella, are, are creeping into the brain. And, um, you know, whether it be Alzheimer's, ALS, MS, it's all showing up now in the brain as parasites, and, and the docs aren't going to find it. They're not going to find it, and they, they probably don't even realize the other toxin, the uh, uh, electromagnetic waves, the EMFs, how they open the pores in that brain, brain, brain blood brain barrier. And oh, so well, all I'm the stuff blow, can get up there. Yeah, I'm going to blow your circuits because Dietrich showed a university study that showed that a seven-minute cell phone call will activate Epstein-Barr virus in your body. So we all have these viruses lying dormant, but a seven-minute routine mobile phone call literally will activate the Epstein-Barr virus. You know what? Maybe maybe you should reiterate what you, you told our audience uh, many, many times about the AirBuds and and uh, the cordless phones. Yeah, it's basically, it's all been documented. The guy that they hired to do the research to show that the phones are safe, <laughs> in reality, his research showed the opposite. And, of course, they tried to, you know, character assassinate the guy because they didn't want that information disseminated to the, you know, general population. But, um, you know, Talmore down in uh, Gainesville, Florida, he was on the show uh, you know, a few months back, and he showed by means of a meter that a cell phone, you know, drives up the, the electromagnetic distortion to a certain point. But if you use earbuds with a wire connection, you're basically bilaterally frying your brain. And what you want to do is replace it with what they call anti-radiation headset. It's about a thirty-dollar investment from Amazon. And uh, it's little air tubes that connect the little speaker up into the earbud so you're not frying your brain. I mean, the people think, well, this stuff's innocuous. They're running around with these headsets, you know, listening to music and all. And then they wonder why they, you know, 22, they got brain cancer. Yeah, or, 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 or tinnitus or, or uh, acoustic neuromas or, or worse than, and, and, of course, a brain tumor. Yeah, and, and you know what? And so you know, like Dr. Jerry, we're not telling you to get rid of your cell phone. I'm not telling you to go back into the cave, but take common sense precautions when you do use it. Buy, buy a set of, uh, of earbuds, air earbuds, not the kind right. that uh, come with the phone. I mean, you can do that, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that's that's really investing in your health. That's your that's really health insurance. And you'll feel better. I know. My I was talking to a good friend of mine yesterday. And she moved down to Florida when he's 1,800 unit, you know, golf communities. And she invited her brother to come down to spend the winter with her. And guess what? As soon as they, after they put the um, the, the uh, smart meters on, they both developed uh, fatigue and headache problems. So she had to go out and get a um, a Faraday cage for the darn smart meter. Well, again, uh, there, there there is a, an, a movement going on to uh, get rid of these smart meters. Uh, here in Florida, we can pay an extra cost per month to have them removed. Uh, 
I start feeling lousy. My wife and I couldn't sleep. We were having insomnia because that smart meter was on the wall where our bed is. And once we had it taken off uh, and taking the Wi-Fi off and turn some of the circuits off at night uh, and take melatonin, because as Dr. Jerry said, said uh, melatonin and CoQ10 are, have more antioxidant activity than vitamin C. Really important to add them to your program. But uh, everything came back to normal for us. So it was, it's, uh, you know, I can do that as a personal testimony. Besides the thousands that are on the Internet with these smart meters. All right, Jerry, so, let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's summarize. We, we, if we can, I mean, uh, uh, we... Say uh, no to I, drugs. I guess, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> yeah, knowledge, knowledge is power, and we try to get it, uh, let you know a little bit. And you know what? It, it all comes back together. You know, we talked about low testosterone. Uh, sure. And is, is there any reason why uh, our, we have one-third less testosterone than our... Uh, ancestors, you know, there's estrogen receptors in our testes, and you know the soy that we everybody's drinking, the soy milk, whatever. It's in cattle sure. feed. It's an estrogen. It's a phytoestrogen. Is it any wonder we we don't have enough energy and 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 we have so many fertility clinics? We have to help people get pregnant. Was never a problem before the plastics. So yep, it's just running rampant. So anyway. I'm just going to leave you with a little quote by Mark Chagall, and he said, "Work isn't to make money; you work just to uh, to justify your life." Hmm. Say that again. I want to I want to understand that. Work isn't to make money; you work to justify your life. In other words, leave leave this little planet a little bit better off than you found it. A little legacy. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to have a Mark Twain quote for you. Okay. If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do the re- read the newspaper, you're misinformed. Absolutely. Here we go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> listen to Dr. Ron here with Dr. Jerry on a weekly basis, and uh, we'll try and uh, bring you the, the, the truth as we see it. We uh, put a lot of work into the program, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Please like us on uh, Facebook, Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. We have an email at docronradio at gmail.com. Take a look at icnr.com for Dr. Jerry's videos, and uh, uh, you can order his book about advances in chronic pain treatment there, icnr.com. And if you have any suggestions for future shows, uh, any topics you want, uh, drop us a line. Uh, I see Dr. Dan came on. Uh, let's, Let's just ask him. Any questions, Dr. Dan? Um, hopefully I'll be in better shape next week with more questions and more answers. Not too much this All week, right, well, but the show is great. I know you've been under the weather. Yeah, and the, the, your show is fantastic. A lot. Dr. Jerry, how are you? Good. Yourself? Meds and meds. Half and half. And, uh, Ron, uh, the show was great. A lot of terrific information. And I, uh, I didn't say anything, but I'm here. All right, I know you're And uh, I, I like your uh, uh, a little uh, quotes that you made at the end. They make sense. Could you give me that last one again? If you read the newspaper, you're what? You're uninformed. You're uninformed. No, if you don't read uh, the newspaper, don't. you're uninformed. And if you read them, you're disinformed. Disinformed, <laughs> okay. Yeah, misinformed, yeah. Okay, that's Mark Twain. That's Mark Twain for you. He had another one that I I was going to say. Suppose you you were an idiot, and suppose you were a member of Congress. He said, "Then I'm repeating myself." <laughs> <laughs> Not only is the information great, but the jokes are too. <laughs> well, that's, I'm, I'm just I'm just uh, regurgitating a, an old an old uh, wise guy. I, I don't make jokes. I just watch the government report the facts. That's the truth. How about our friend from the East Coast of Florida? Uh, how do we do today? Terrific. I stayed uh, awake for the any whole questions? time. No, uh, any questions? No, not any, at all. Any, any questions? Any comments? No, not, not at all. Very good show. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. 
Oh, All yeah. right. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, next week we're going to talk about polypharmacy. We'll have uh, Mr. Catalano back on from John's Pharmacy, a compounding a, a pharmacist and a compounding pharmacist here in southwest Florida. Uh, talk about all the drugs you're taking and the possible interactions that uh, occur uh, when you mix all these drugs. Uh, it looks like everybody, especially here in Florida, have an internist, an endocrinologist, a surgeon, a plastic surgeon, a Botox surgeon, and no <laughs> one knows you know, what, what the other's doing. So uh, we'll talk about polypharmacy next week. So Great. with that, thank thank you, Dr. Jerry. Thank you, Dan. I hope you You're keep welcome. getting better. You're welcome. And, God uh, bless you. We'll see you on the radio next next week. Take care. Right, God bless. Bye bye. Yep. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on LockedTalkRadio.com. See you next week.